Hello and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn, and explore the world of Korean skincare from the comfort of your very own couch, and of course, your guide to everything you need to know to perfect your own beauty routine. Now, today I am answering a question, or rather a request for an episode from one of our listeners. And she mentioned, after I also mentioned, that these days I don't tend to use as many individually wrapped sheet masks as I used to use. I used to be a massive fan of them. I used to use them all the time. But these days, in the interests mainly of the environment and cutting out a whole lot of single-use plastics and waste, I'm I've migrated really to using other products instead and I was having this conversation and she said well what else can we use then instead of individually wrapped sheet masks if we are trying to do that and I said that's a great idea let us go through some of the alternatives on the podcast so I'm not saying that I don't use these products at all I definitely do I get given a lot of just freebie sheet masks you know I will buy something somewhere and I I'll get given a box as service. Uh, That's what we call it here in Korea. If you get given something that you didn't order for free, it's called service. So I get given a whole lot of stuff like that. Uh, You know, if you're going around to expos, industry events and whatnot, you tend to get a whole lot of goodie bags and things like that. So I seem to always have a huge bunch of sheet masks lying around, even if I don't go out and buy them myself. So this is not to say that I don't use them at all. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't use them at all. But if this is something that you are, I don't know, increasingly thinking about a little bit more, you know, are there other options out there? Then this will be a good episode for you. I have noticed over the past five years that there has been a shift in the sale of things like sleeping masks instead of sheet masks. Uh, And my guess is that people are moving to them because they are more sustainable, because you get more uses out of them. And they're also much better bang for buck if you break down the cost per use as well. The other big thing that I've noticed is that more and more brands are discontinuing their sheet masks. Not all brands, obviously, not everybody, but definitely some brands, particularly brands that have a much larger collection of other products. I've noticed over the years that the sheet masks often get discontinued. And I think that part of the reason is obviously because they do not sell as well. Sheet masks used to be a little bit of a gateway for a lot of brands to launch uh, because it was a way to keep costs low, launching costs low. So a lot of uh, new brands, when they entered the market, they would enter with one sheet mask or a couple of different sheet masks. And that has really changed, certainly over the last five years. Uh, And not as many brands are entering that way. And also not as many brands think that it's necessary to have a sheet mask in their collection. Back in the day, that would have been almost unthinkable. Most brands had some type of sheet mask in their collection, even if it only was one flavor or one variety. And that's just not the case anymore. And I think that part of that has to do with 
the sustainability elements that we've been talking about for a few years now on the show uh, and people just trying to cut down on you know the amount of products they use skin minimalism obviously is a big trend we've spoken about that quite a bit and I just think all of these things are playing a factor into people looking for solutions other than the regular old sheet masks so sleeping masks are a natural and a great swap for sheet masks for a lot of reasons. The number one is that they achieve similar results. Sheet masks, the point for 99% of them is to offer hydration. It's an occlusive barrier on the skin that helps lock in moisture. And sleeping masks really are designed to do exactly that as well. They are a kind of product that is really designed to be applied last thing at night before you go to bed. And ideally, you would be asleep between 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. so that you You are using the mask at the time when your skin is naturally regenerating itself. Uh, They are different to regular night creams. A lot of people get the two, use the terms interchangeably or just get them confused and think, well, there's no difference between them. Uh, Sleeping masks are different. Night creams are really designed to provide that occlusive barrier. But I think that in a lot of cases, sleeping masks function a little bit more like serums. Some of them have a really high percentage of active ingredients. They're definitely designed to offer additional hydration. But you will notice that many night creams, because they are trying to be this occlusive barrier and they are often formulated for mature skin types, that they will tend to be quite heavy. So they're not perfect for younger skin a lot of the time. They're not perfect for people in their teens and 20s because they're just too heavy. And you could end up getting things like milia and breakouts if you, you know, raid your mum's stash of night creams. Whereas sleeping masks really are for a much wider variety of skin types, skin ages. uh, And that is because they often come in a gel texture, whereas night creams tend to really be those heavy, rich, thick, uh, occlusive creams. Sleeping masks, not necessarily necessarily so. So I actually think that sleeping masks are much more uh, suitable and effective for a, a much wider variety of skin types. They are great for mature skin. If you do happen to have mature skin, they're also great for dull skin, dehydrated, dehydrated skin, dry skin, people with acne, people with uh, combination skin. If you don't need a whole lot of hydration, for example, our oily skin, acne prone skin friends, you can still benefit from adding a sleeping mask into your routine several times a week. Uh, and the key would be firstly to find something that is the right fit for you, the right fit texture-wise, not too heavy, and also the right fit ingredient-wise as well. You don't want to burden your skin. Uh, A question I often get asked is, well, how often should I use a sleeping mask? And I think that this is a very personal preference because you are going to be the best judge when it comes to knowing if your skin is feeling dry, if seasonal changes are impacting your skin or its moisture levels. The general rule with night creams is that you do use them every single day, but with a sleeping mask, some people prefer to use them two to three times a week. Other people, it varies from person to person. So in our 
our own team at Star Story, we've got people ranging in age in our team from 30s all the way to late 60s. And so it really does vary how often people use a sleeping mask. Uh, Some people use them three to four times a week in winter. Some people use them every single night. Uh, I did like just a little bit of a straw poll to find out. In summer as well, a lot of people find that the effects of air conditioning on the skin can be really quite bad. So sleeping masks in summer can also be great. The other thing is for products like our Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask, that one actually has a really cooling effect on the skin that can help to keep its temperature down as well. So that's really nice if you are feeling the effects of heat as well. Uh, So there are plenty of K-Beauty sleeping masks on the market for you to try. The bestseller on our website, probably no surprise, is our Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask. Uh, That one we really formulated to give you that bouncy, elastic skin look so that you wake up with jelly skin the next morning. And because it's got that lightweight gel texture, it just fits in with all skin types. Uh, It really is a fit for pretty much everyone. I know my husband who has oily skin he literally goes through jars and jars of it like I'll have one open I'll be like where is it gone he's already used it all so I have the driest skin going and he has the literal opposite skin type we can both use that easily people that have dehydrated skin it works in all different types of uh, climates obviously here in Korea very different than the weather in Australia in places like Queensland Uh, we have people that use it you know in the states as well it's obviously so sold online at a couple of different retailers. It's offline in New York. It sells well there. So it really is just a a great all-rounder. Now, if you are looking for a different type of product to replace your sheet mask, something that is not going to be a single-use product, your other option would be a wash-off type of mask. And these are very, very popular in K-Beauty as well. Uh, They're kind of like express skincare treatments that you usually leave on for anywhere between 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then you tend to wash them off with lukewarm water. Most of them typically contain ingredients like clay or charcoal or something to help exfoliate. That's a bit of an overgeneralization, but a lot of them do. Uh, I'm thinking of products like Skin Foods Rice Mask Wash Off. That is a very, very hit product. And that is basically an exfoliating type that is also skin softening as well. One of Skin Food's best-selling products. It's got little rice granules in it that helps to do that natural exfoliation for you. Skin Food has a whole bunch of wash-off face masks. We've got them on our website as well. Uh, Too many to name. They are massive in this category. They love themselves a good wash-off face mask. uh, And they're cheap too. So you don't have to spend a lot of money to get one of their products. Uh, So go and check them out if you are interested in that. The one thing I will say is these usually do tend to be better for people with oily or combination skin. A couple of reasons for that. Obviously, the uh, bulk of them tend to be exfoliating. So people with oily and combination skin types benefit from exfoliating a bit more regularly than, say, people with dry or sensitive skin types. The other thing is that dry and sensitive skin types can sometimes get irritation from rinse-off masks, particularly if they have a bunch of things in them, if they're a little bit chunky or, you know, whatnot like that. So just keep an eye on that. But these are a very good effective 
uh, way to get some skincare benefits without using a single-use product. The other kind of products would be something like, uh, you know, Subi Hollow Dream mask, which is a clay mask that you wash off. Very typical type of product that is really great for uh, pore tightening, skin refining. This one leaves your skin with a hollow sheen, which is why it is called Hollow Dream. And it also comes in a set with the mask brush as well. Uh, This one is really great as a makeup primer because it does leave your skin with that hollow sheen so that's a really just perfect base for your makeup if you have an event or something like that and you just want to get your skin looking really bright radiant pores tighter smoother this is a really good thing to pop on for five minutes and then do your makeup over the top so a third option that i will suggest if you do really like your sheet masks and you like using them but you just don't want all of the packaging elements that come with a traditional single-use one is that there are some companies now making sheet masks that come pre-soaked in a liquid inside a box or a carton. So it doesn't entirely eliminate your single-use waste because the last sheet itself will still be the waste, but it does cut down on a lot of the different components used in the traditional plasticking, like uh, pl- plastic packaging. Some of them have like backing sheets uh, and all these different elements inside just the one mask in addition to the plastic cover so mary and may has their niacinamide vitamin c brightening mask pack and that comes in a little box with 30 pieces in it so that is a really good one if you are looking to just bring a little bit of glow to your skin if it's looking just a little bit dull patchy something like that can really help so there are a lot of um options like that coming onto the market. So if you do like the category, but you just want to do your bit, I guess, in trying to eliminate some of that um, waste, then that is, I think, a very decent middle of the road option uh, to look into if, if that's something that you're interested in. So I think the other thing, just to round off our topic when deciding what face mask to use, I think there are a couple of factors to consider. And the first one is you need to consider what result you're looking for. If you are looking for a boost of hydration, a sleeping mask is a great bet. But if you are concerned about things like clogged pores, then a rinse off type clay mask is obviously going to be far more suited to achieving that goal. I think sometimes people just see masks and they automatically assume that it is going to be hydrating and that's not the case it depends what the formulation is trying to do so if the formula is not a hydrating type of formula then you probably won't expect hydrating benefits from it Uh, and I see sometimes some commentary people you know uh, reviewing a clay mask and they're like oh well it wasn't very hydrating and you know that's not the point of a clay mask it'd be quite weird if it was really hydrating uh, because it's an exfoliant it's it's trying to clear out the pores. So that's the first thing to consider is what are you hoping to do? Is your skin dry? Do you need a bit of hydration or are you suffering from congested pores, blackheads? Do you need a little bit of an exfoliation? The other thing is it's important to be a little bit practical about the mask that you're going to be using. 
What I mean by that is, do you have time to sit down and let the mask do what it needs to do for a certain amount of time? Or are you looking for something really quick that you can do on the go and wash off within five minutes? All of these things are going to go into deciding what to do. Obviously, with something like a sleeping mask, you just apply it and then leave it. You don't need to do anything else. If you're talking about a wash off face mask, you're going to need to pull your hair back at a minimum. You're going to need to have it on for 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever the usage instructions suggest, and then you're going to need to wash it off uh, and then probably do some more steps in your skincare routine. So just have a little think about that. You know, particularly if you're using an exfoliating type wash off mask, you wouldn't just do that and then leave your skin. You would have to then go in afterwards with your essence or toner, your serum, your uh, moisturizer. So have a little bit of a think about how much time you have and how you are going to actually use the product to get the best results from it. That would be my other suggestion. But the good news is that there are plenty of different products on the market these days that you can swap out for sheet masks. You know, even if it's just once every now and again that you don't want to do a sheet mask, you think once a week I'm going to do a sleeping mask instead. You know, that's just still doing your part to cut down on unnecessary waste. Uh, That's kind of where I've landed on it, Um, you know, that's just my personal preference. Uh, I just started to feel a little bit less comfortable with the amount of waste really that it was generating. That's just a personal preference to me. I am not making any suggestions for what you should or shouldn't do. Uh, if you absolutely love sheet masks and no one can convince you to part with them, then don't. But there are other things on the market that you might like to try uh, if you haven't already. Uh, and they were just some of the things that we ran through today. So I hope this episode was useful. I hope you picked up something maybe that you hadn't thought of before. Uh, And if you did, I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend or somebody else that you think might enjoy the podcast. Uh, And until next week, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.